how does a top producer doing 160 million a year just by yourself deal with low inventory and high interest rates? We're gonna talk about that today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made for real estate agents and by real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show today is our monthly series called the Monday Market Minute with Carrie McCormick from the Carrie McCormick Real Estate Group with At Properties here in Chicago. Carrie is a top 1% producer with over 20 years of experience helping buyers, sellers, and investors. In fact, in the past 12 months, out of 46,000 real estate agents here locally, Carrie is ranked in the top 15 of all uh, producers. Um, and I don't mean top 15%, the top 15. So she is a true superstar and an expert in everything from first time home buyers, veteran investors, and luxury properties. She also works with a lot of developers and is often chosen to represent their high end developments. Please visit Carrie at her website, which is CarrieMcCormickRE.com, and also follow her on Instagram. She is consistently rated as having the best Instagram account for realtors here in Chicago. So at Carrie McCormick Real Estate, both of those links are in our show notes. So you can just go to our show notes and tap on the links. Carrie, welcome to welcome to the show. It's nice to see you again. Thank you. Thank you as always. And just on the note of Instagram and thank you for always giving a shout out to my social media. I love, love, love doing it. Um, some of you who do follow me may know that my Instagram was hacked like two weeks ago. Two I saw that. No, it was um, unbelievable. And I guess this has been happening to a lot of people where they impersonate you and they create fake accounts. And that's very similar. I mean, they really just clone your account and they just read, they change your name by one letter or something. And then they started contacting my followers and asked, you know, apparently I was selling Bitcoin to people and, <laughs> um, you know, so it was kind of crazy. And um, I filed some reports and Instagram took my account down. <laughs> they, they, they blocked my account um, thinking that I was the impersonator. And um, it took several steps and not that I want to be the techie guru of how to get your account back, but if anyone does lose their account or gets impersonated and needs some tips, 
please feel free to reach out to me. It took me at least 72 hours of digging and researching, wow. of figuring out how to get my account back. Um, but successfully, I got my account back and um, hopefully it never happens to anyone. Well, congrats, congratulations on getting the account back. I know how scary that can be. I've <laughs> had similar things happen uh, in different ways that are very, um, makes you feel very vulnerable and you're like, yeah. And you uh, don't realize like how attached I was to my Instagram account when losing it. I just, I felt lost, but, um, again, thankful that it's back. Um, but we're headed into September, which is unbelievable that this year is flown by so quickly, September, 2022. And a lot of people have been asking about home prices. Um, you know, we're coming off of our crazy 2020, 21, and, you know, record pricing throughout the United States. And, you know, people are saying, okay, we're obviously the market's starting to cool down. What does that mean to home pricing? And, um, you know, I do a lot of reading and of course I'm boots on the ground and seeing everything, but we're forecasting that home prices are going to continue to appreciate not only in Chicago, but nationwide. And really it just boils down to the supply factor. So we're still in very low supply of homes and um, we all know that mortgage rates have jumped up. And of course, that has dampened the demand somewhat, but um, the demand still outpaces the supply. So again, just standard economics of um, um, supply and demand, we don't have much supply here. So it's keeping prices pretty steady in our market here. Yeah, uh, I think we've been pretty lucky in Chicago, at least in the city, it seems mm -hmm. like pricing has still been relatively steady. Um, I know we're seeing some pricing drop across the country. Uh, curious, do you think that that will affect Chicago, uh, like city pricing or, or even suburban pricing in the upcoming months? I think that, you know, some of the sellers, there's a little bit of a disconnect between sellers and buyers and sellers are still kind of, you know, looking back last year of what the record prices were. And um, again, that was a very inflated market. So I think we just need to educate the sellers on where the market is right now. And again, there's still great prices out there, but we just need to be a little more realistic about the new market conditions. One area which is surprising is the luxury market. Um, I finally closed my $6.2 million deal last Congratulations. week. Congratulations. So there was a lot of, you'll see, there's just a lot of high-end luxury sales going on. And um, I, I did some digging and I found some interesting stats. So in 2020, there was a 2.2% growth in the numbers of individuals that had wealth over $5 million. So think about that. So in 2020, if you had five, people who had $5 million in, in income or not in income, in value, there was a 2.2% growth. In 2021, so one year later, that number grew by 19.8%. So 19, almost 20% growth of people that have a net um, value of 5 million plus. That's a huge, I think that's a huge number. Huge. In one year. So all of these folks that grew their net worth more than 5 million, where are they putting their money? They're putting their money into an asset, which was a home. So because what that number, what 19.8% equals is 660,000 new individuals that entered a different net worth bracket. Okay. Wow. So that, that new bracket, again, 660,000 people. And again, that's across the United States. But we saw that in, you know, the Florida market, the Arizona market, um, 
Austin, you know, Chicago, obviously. So there was this huge demand for luxury properties in 2021 and 2022. So, and to me, it still continues to go. I see so much, you know, cash injected into this market. Um, You know, some of my listings that are 3 million plus, a lot of the demographic are, you know, 30, 40 year olds. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. So it's, it's great to see that that market's still thriving. Yeah, it sort of got me to think about, um, I can actually give my marketing tip of the week right now and then come back to to Carrie to to more information from you because you just sparked an idea that I didn't realize as you were mentioning the statistic about the high net worth individuals, um, sort of the growth there in the last year. And it's like, wow, I didn't know that. And I suspect a lot of our listeners didn't know that either. So I don't know um, of of a better way to do this, but- you should first friend everybody you know who's in your contact list on Facebook, uh, well, not, not just on Facebook, but on LinkedIn in particular, because this is the place oftentimes where businesses post updates, uh, work anniversaries show up, promotions show up. When somebody sells a business, it shows up. When somebody starts a new job, it shows up. And so this these could all be things that oftentimes maybe are talked about, not necessarily somebody's net worth increasing, but if someone sells a business or if someone joins a new company or if someone's, you know, some big news at the company they're at, you know, this is, you should be following the companies and following the individuals and then just look on LinkedIn once or twice a day for a couple of minutes, see if there's any major news there and you can reach out to your clients and say, Hey, I just saw that, you know, you right. started a new career, you got a promotion and you're now a, you know, a, a CEO or, or whatever. Um, and then you can talk to them say, Hey, is anything changing for you from a housing perspective? You know, do you thinking about, you know, making a move? Um, I think that's a fantastic reason to pick up the phone. And I can't think of any other, cause people don't always post their professional accomplishments on Facebook or Instagram. Um, yeah. and they don't always do it on LinkedIn either, but that's usually the place where I see that stuff. That's great. And actually on LinkedIn, there's a little bell at the top that says notifications. Yeah. And that's a great tool. Cause it'll pop up if any of your connections have anything new, whether it's a birthday or like you said, a job change. Um, it's obviously a professional network and um, it's definitely a great tool to use. So I love that tip. Great. Well, what else do you want to talk about this week? So actually I was just going to talk about too, with the market changing. And um, as everyone probably knows, I've been in the industry for over 20 years and through the years, you know, I've seen a lot of market shifts and people start, when I say people, brokers, we all start to kind of retract when the market changes. And I always say, you know, what comes up must come down, right? So, you know, the market continues to change. But when there's a challenging market or a changing market, there's always agents that find success and you have to adapt and and pivot, you know? So you've got to look at developing new skills. And if you do figure out your new skills and how to thrive in the market, your business is going to go is going to grow. There's agents that don't want to change, that they stay status quo, or they just kind of put their head in the sand and they give up, you know, or they say, you know, I'm just going to sit back and wait, you know, for the market, which is fine if that's what they want to do. But, you know, for those who do want to succeed, um, you do have to pivot and make change happen. So I wanted to share with everyone my five tips on what happens, you know, or what we should be doing when the market changes. So, my first tip is to understand the market of what's happening and really kind of dive into the stats and why the market's acting the way that it is. Once you understand that is really to successfully communicate that to your clients. 
Um, they want to hear from you. They want to know what's going on. And then, it, you know, you look like a trusted advisor. So again, understanding the market and communicating that effectively to your clients. Number two would be to change your marketing plan. When the market changes, you do have to change the way you advertise or you market your properties or the, again, the way that you communicate these properties online. So, you know, re, revamp your marketing plan, look at different ways and different avenues for advertising. Um, number three is to be a resource and to be the advisor. And LinkedIn's actually a great platform to do that. You know, there's always different groups to join or whether there's, you know, speaking events, um, whatever the, the topic is, people always wanna know what's going on in the real estate market. Even if they're not a buyer or seller, they just like to know you know, their home is their biggest asset. So they want to know what's happening. So just be a trusted resource and advisor and provide information without expecting anything in return. I would say it'll come around to you at some point. Um, the fourth tip would be to learn to systemize your follow-up, your communication. And I will say, I am working on this. I've been working on this for years. You know, again, everyone loves communication and loves to hear from you. So if you can systemize it to some degree to make sure that you're staying top of mind, um, I think that's a great thing. If anyone's got any tips for me on that one, I would love to brainstorm with people because it's when you have a lot of clients, um, and you're, you know, it's, it's hard to make a personal phone call every day to everybody, but you definitely have to be organized and be systemized on that. And then my last tip would be number five would be to invest in your business. It's kind of a hard thing to say at this point, especially when, you know, the market, you know, everyone feels it's softening or your sales aren't as high as they were, you know, last year, but you do have to invest in your business, whether it's in your systems, whether it's in your advertising staff, now is the time to invest because again, what goes up must come down and what's down comes up eventually. So if you are prepared and ready, especially for spring 2023, you have your systems in place, you're advertising your staff, you'll be ready to rock and roll spring of 2023. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the US, uses Follow Up Boss, and he is built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. Yeah, those are all such great suggestions. I was thinking about, I uh, spend time with a lot of realtors, um, of course, because of my my job, and and of course you do as well. And it seems like 
agents right now are a little frustrated because business has slowed for the most part. And of course, rates have gone up. Inventory hasn't really changed as much as we would like. So you now have people that may have been looking before when when the market was was really uh, going strong and weren't able to to buy something buyers in particular because of course we knew how competitive it was with when rates were so low but now that rates are higher a lot of buyers have pulled back and if we look at just even the mortgage application um, rates have gone down substantially from last year about i think about 20 some percent so that's not a surprise but is something i think agents can use because um, you know, if we think back to when rates were in the twos and and the, and the threes, um, people were were overpaying for properties. There was so much competition, as as we all remember, if we were uh, practicing in the last couple of years, it was it was crazy. It was hard to get. People were buying things sight unseen. They were waiving inspections. They were they were doing a lot of things that in a normal market they wouldn't have been able to do. And so now that rates are, you know, eighty um, percent higher than they were back then. Um, people might feel bad about that. Like, oh, I missed my window, but I don't know that that so many windows were missed. I I think it was really hard to buy a property the last couple of years. So I actually think I'm curious to get your take. Is it, what is your sort of perspective on that now? Cause do you have clients that are like, oh, I missed the good rates and I don't know what to do. And yeah, I mean, there definitely is a little bit of remorse, you know, with, with the rates, but you know, if they were paying higher for a property, but had a lower rate, and now they're paying a little less for a property, a little bit higher rate. Um, you know, the rates are still low, lower, you know, I mean, they're not that they're not 3%, but you know, they're just hovering around five. So they're not terrible. Um, I just try not to focus on it is what it is, you know, there's, yeah. and you know, I say, just capture the rate that we have now capture the home that you that you want you know, in a year or two or three, if the rates do tick down again, then you can always refinance out of it, right. you know? So um, I try not to look back. I try to keep keep it positive and look forward. Um, I do want to share one quick thing with everybody that just happened to me. And it's kind of more of what not to do. If I can Great. share, share yes. what not to do. So, and this is a true story. I'm not going to mention any names. So don't worry as I start this story. I have these wonderful clients that made, um, we went to two showings on a home for them. And my client verbally said to the agent, the seller's agent, you know, he's like, I really think that this house is really priced way too high. And he's very analytical. And he kind of gave his reasons why. And the agent's um, response was, which was a good one. She says, you know, everything's negotiable. Just, you know, make us an offer. Let's, let's get it in front of the seller and let's see what we can do. So we felt good about that. We made the offer, never heard back from the agent for two days, hmm. kept following up, you know, did you get the offer? Can you please respond? I hope everything's, you know, first reaction is like, is she okay? Is everything okay? You know, and then, you know, two days later, and she says, you know, I'll get back to you tonight. So she finally got back to us that, you know, two days later, and the response was your offer is too low. We don't want to respond to you. Really? I said, okay. You know, so I called her and I said, you know, you know, here's, you know, I hate playing the comp game, but you know, this is why we came in at this price. And again, you encouraged my client to make an offer. It wasn't that bad, but you know, it was a little bit lower and not super insulting. And then she wrote back this email to me that said, you know, in the future, if you want to win, 
you know, a home for your client, I would ah. suggest that you do X, Y, and Z. And she was basically telling me how to do my job and how I should prepare <laughs> an offer and what I shouldn't do. And wow. she's like, maybe your clients will be able to get a house. She's like, but if wow. not, maybe switch agents. And I was like, oh my God. Like it that, was like that, in writing, so rude. <laughs> and I just thought that is not, I mean, I've got thick skin, but that is not a way to, I mean, my guess is if they would have countered us, we could have probably come together knowing where my right. clients would, would eventually end up, which would be a fair deal. But, and I just thought, I, I just, I'm like, so flabbergasted that it, just like the tone of the, it was just so rude. And, um, I wrote back and I was nice. I just said, thank you for the advice, you know, like, I don't know what else to say, you know, thank you for the advice. And then there was been no communication since, but I really feel wow. like that seller is missing out because they do have a client that is very interested in the home and um, just the whole communication. So I guess my point of that story is as real estate brokers, we all have the same goal. We are fiduciaries to our clients. We have to do what's right for our client and listen to our clients. Totally get it but also just being respectful to each other as brokers. It's a tough market um, and be nice. That's my underlying message all the time is be nice and be kind to everybody. No, no reason for negativity and rude comments. Well, that, and I, I almost wonder if that other agent maybe didn't do their fiduciary responsibility in a sense, because obviously this is where reputation comes in too, right? Like you, your reputation is one of somebody who is incredibly successful, kind, does the right thing for their clients. I mean, obviously your reputation here in the local Chicago area is, is, is perfect. You have this perfect reputation of being a good realtor and also who plays well with others. Mm -hmm. She, maybe she didn't know you, or maybe she didn't look oh, you up knows. or maybe she knows you. Okay. So who knows, <laughs> who knows what, what the dynamic there is, but to, to go, my client will be insulted or is insulted is, is really a strange thing because what do you, so if you get an, just out of curiosity, if you get an offer, so you're on the listing side now and you do get an offer that seems really low or lower than it, it, that you might worry that well, this might offend the seller, but I know this realtor, they seem to get things done. Um, what would you do in that situation? Um, I'm always trying to put a deal together, you know, kind of attitude. And I always tell my sellers, be thankful that we got a, an offer. Someone loves your home, you know, and yeah. I have seen deals and put deals together where they're worlds apart, you know, and then we end up bringing the deal together. Um, I'm not saying that's, you know, happens all the time, but, you know, let's try to work. That's negotiations, you know, and you, yeah. you work back and forth and have conversations with the brokers. And um, again, at the end of the day, the client decides on what they want to do. And, you know, I mentioned we're the fiduciary here, but, um, you know, you, you try and you, you get it, you, you take it to where you can, if the deal doesn't come together, at least you tried, you know, you just, but again, um, there's, you know, there's no point in, in bashing another broker, especially in writing. <laughs> yeah. But, and then also, uh, yeah. And, and just, and lecturing somebody, I think that's a, a maybe she was having a bad day or something, no, but, or, or, right. or the, yeah. Right. It'll be one <laughs> but, of the, uh, I've, got, I've got a little file of emails from a few brokers that really decided to go off, 
go off the rails. I don't know what I'm going to, I'm just hanging on to them for a rainy day, but you know, <laughs> but, but it, it, it is, it is such a, such a funny thing. It's like, you know, I, I think if, if as realtors, we, we should be the ones that are less likely to get emotional about things, right? Like our job is to keep things steady and level. And then just seems like this other realtor did everything yeah. wrong in my opinion. So yeah, um, but my, my tip of the day on that one is just be, be nice to each other, you know, and just yeah. try try to work through the deal. If it doesn't come together, it doesn't come together, but right. Anyway. Right. And also just trying to tell somebody with 20 plus years of experience, like what to do better. Um, yeah. That is, that is an incredible, uh, wow. That the audacity of that is, is almost impressive in a sense, yeah. like, to even think I know better than, you know, somebody who's. But I always know, listen very... to people's advice. Well, sure. right? right. I mean, that's just, that's life learning It's listen to others. And I did, I read it. And I mean, I completely disagree with her, but you know, sure. that's fine. If that's, you know, it's, um, but again, I think there's a tone of, you know, here's some tips for you versus it, it was just a very interesting email. I'll just leave yeah. it. So. But that that's a it's a great example of how uh, how important it is to play nice in in the sandbox, you know, and we're all we're all in the same sandbox really. So let's yeah. uh, let's be be kind like you said, be kind. Uh and and by the way, nothing wrong with apologizing the day after if you realize you you said or did something wrong. No, you know, oh my god, I had the world's worst day yesterday. I'm so sorry. I I said and wrote those things. I deeply apologize, you know. There that's there's nothing wrong with doing that. Not at either. All. And, uh, but I, I bet you probably won't get one of those, but, nope. uh, but that's the thing. You never get the apology, but, but you can always apologize. Um, people are, people are funny. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's, that's a great example of how not to make friends and influence yeah. people, right. Um, as Dale Carnegie, like the anti Dale Carnegie. Um, right. anyway, well, well, that's a great place to wrap up. So let's remember everyone be kind and nice. These are people that are going to help you make money. These other realtors. So help them. Uh, feel good about themselves and don't don't lecture them unless uh, unless there's some really really good reason to do so. It sounds like there was not a good reason this time. Um, anyway, um, so we want to thank Carrie for being on our show for as long as she has been. She continues to show up every month and provide our audience with uh, with with tons of valuable insight. And by the way, she is so incredibly busy. She does not have a big team. It's really just her doing all of these transactions. Um, and the fact that she spends a few minutes with us every month is a really uh, huge honor to us. So we are so grateful, Carrie, for you. Um, you. And we are uh, excited to continue to have you, of course, on the show in the future. So for everyone out there listening, please, please, well, for a couple of things. First, if you have any clients that are moving to the Chicagoland area and you don't work the Chicagoland area because you might be in another state or another country or wherever, reach out to Carrie. She is legitimately one of the very highest producing agents here year after year after year. She has a sterling reputation and would love to talk with you. So if you have any referrals, send them to her. Or if you yourself are a buyer, a seller, a renter, or an investor, um, you know, reach out to her. You know, my, my girlfriend who who does leasing for, for a building downtown, she had a broker come in yesterday. And, and by the way, just to make sure we're not confusing people in Illinois, every realtor is a broker. So I know that's not the way it is in every state. But anyway, she had a, a real, what's called a realtor come in and the client was a realtor and a practicing realtor. So, um, and that was very interesting. And, and my girlfriend asked the practicing realtor who really was the 
the tenant uh, or the future tenant, hey, I'm just out of curiosity. Why did you, why are you working with a realtor? And they go, I don't know anything about, about luxury leasing. And so I'd rather hire my friend who's really good at it and and I thought, wow, that's really uh, that's really great. So even if you're a realtor and maybe you're looking for some help buying, selling, renting, or if you're not a realtor, but you're looking for a great agent, Carrie would love to chat with you. Carrie, what's the best way someone should reach out to you? Always call me, 312-961-4612. For those who prefer to text, I'm a big texter as well, um, or email, which is Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, at atproperties.com. And please follow Carrie on social media. So she's at on Instagram. She's Carrie McCormick um, Real Estate. And you can also visit her website, kerrymccormickre.com. And, and uh, I guess I am glad I did not uh, take the Bitcoin um, <laughs> uh, uh, suggestion. No, I saw that and I thought, oh, she's been hacked. But I'm glad you got your account back because I know how um, how important that is to you. Yeah. And, and I know it's it's a great place also to see your activity. It's really fun because I like following you because I, I, I sort of feel like I know what your days look like, which I think is is really helpful for other realtors that want to see, you know, gosh, if I get ever got to that top 1% level, what would my days look like? And I think you do a good job of sharing, you know, what it's like to be a realtor. Oh, level, I don't so. share everything. If you could see <laughs> some of the days that, that I go through, it'd be... It, a fun reality show. <laughs> well, anyway, everyone follow Carrie on Instagram because uh, she is just does impressive work there and she does it all herself as well, which is even more impressive. So she doesn't outsource it. So you can really see what she's all about uh, at Carrie McCormick Real Estate. Uh, Carrie, thank you so much for being on our show yet again. We, we love having Carrie on and she gets so much great feedback from the fans. By the way, um, if you have a moment, everyone listening, please go to whatever podcast app you might be on, whether it's IT or Apple Podcasts now or Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, any, anywhere you find podcasts. And if you're listening through us through one of those uh, systems platforms, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. And also, please tell a friend. Think of one other realtor that could benefit from hearing our show and send them a link over. Um that's all I got this week, Carrie. This was a, a fun, great episode. I know you, you're busy and got to get back to work. Um, so we wish Carrie continued success. And thank you on behalf of everybody for coming on our show. And we'll see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, Carrie. Bye.